Top of the news this evening is speculation concerning the real facts behind the Department of Health announcement about a radioactive spill supposed to have occurred yesterday at the state nuclear plant. Strange case. No sign of violence, yet she looks completely contorted in fear. Almost as if she'd been frightened to death. As if she'd seen something too horrible to live through. You're listening to the Really Awful Movies Podcast, a celebration of genre cinema. Hi, my name is Chris, and along with Jeff, we talk about movies that aren't really awful at all. Horror, action, kung fu, musicals, post-apocalyptic, women in prison films, and much, much more. Top 10 Horror Movie Themes Horror movie themes are essential for driving fear-based responses. High-empathy individuals, who comprise the bulk of horror film audiences, or so we'd like to think, are more likely to feel emotional responses to music. And there are cross-cultural similarities as to what arouses a fear response, whether it's key or loudness. According to Current Emotion Research in Music Psychology, a paper by a pair of University of Toronto researchers, by age 11, children can identify music-related emotions as adeptly as adults can. And there are physiological responses as well, measured in facial muscle activity or skin conductivity in response to classic horror motifs such as harsh timbers or diminished seventh chords. Horror movie themes make frequent use of so-called non-linear sounds as well to ratchet up the tension, including whispers, screams, and other examples of which you'll find in our list of the top 10 horror movie themes. Number 10, a tie, The Burning and Psycho. The Burning is perhaps the best summer camp movie of all time. And here, cheesy yes keyboardist Rick Wakeman breaks out an electric piano for a Lucio Fulci-esque score to The Burning which goes full Bach at the 2 minute 35 second mark before returning to ethereal outer space at the 3 minute 30 second mark. Ironically, it's the frequent spaces without music that makes the burning so terrifying, where the campground forest and its whispering leaves become an integral character unto itself. Still, Wakeman brings the goods to one of the most underrated horror slashers of all time. Psycho's theme, like the shower where Marion Crane met her maker, is practically inescapable. 
the most famous parodied, imitated, and talked about scene in movie history, the psycho shower scene was intended to be rendered in silence. Good thing composer Bernard Herrmann ignored Hitch's directive. The eek, eek, eek of the violins provides the perfect accompaniment to the frenetic stabbing. Number nine, Children of the Corn. It's a genre we dubbed Pennsylvania Dutch exploitation in our book, Death by Umbrella, The Hundred Weirdest Horror Movie Weapons. In Children of the Corn, a med school grad and his girlfriend run afoul of a group of sociopathic Amish-looking kids in a seemingly abandoned Nebraska town. When you have a creepy children movie, best to have a dissonant children's choir accompaniment. That's what writer Jonathan Elias gave us here. Elias is an admirer of Bela Bartok and Igor Stravinsky, both of whom featured prominently in our list of scary classical music pieces. At number eight, Phenomena. A soaring operatic soprano melts over the listener, hitting a powerful high C at the one minute, 20 second mark. This stone cold Dario Argento classic, the guy who also brought us the exemplary opera, offers up a simple piano motif and then what sounds like a harpsichord and rockin' guitar. This one's courtesy of Claudio Simonetti and Fabio Pignatelli and is as prog rock a horror soundtrack as you can possibly hear. Number seven, Phantasm, or Phantasm, if you will. Drum roll, please. A nifty drum roll segues into that unmistakable E minor dirge that everyone's come to associate with towering presence that is the tall man. Phantasm gives us those infamous spare notes and a few evocative cymbal crashes for the demonic ride. Malcolm Seagrave and co-composer Fred Myro of Soylent Green met at University of Southern Cal in 1957 and began a lengthy collaboration that includes this for the low-budget iconic hit of 1979, Phantasm.
And number six, Tenebrae. One of the best daylight horror movies ever, along with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is Dario Argento's Tenebrae. Here, a distorted keyboard sounds like it's saying, follow it up, follow it up, follow it up. Could be anything. Dario Argento supposedly put in a call to the members of the rock band Goblin, who at that point had gone their separate ways, urging them to reunite just for this movie. And the horror family is lucky they did. Number five, The Beyond. A bunch of awes and then some sliding bass, then dissonant piano overlaid with a pretty flute before crashing drums kick your ass. The Beyond soundtrack is the perfect accompaniment to the accommodations nobody wants to stay at, the Bates Motel of Italian cinema known as Seven Doors Hotel. That's the Louisiana locale where artist Schweik was lynched, opening a portal to hell. Check out this Fabio Frizzi masterpiece here. Number four, Jaws and the Exorcist in a tie. These two themes are so ubiquitous. John Williams' Jaws theme is relentless, pounding, repetitive. It's the perfect musical accompaniment for the mechanical attacks of Bruce, the shark, and for sharks generally, those dead-eyed killing machines that even inspire terror in the President of the United States. Mike Oldfield's tubular bells for the Exorcist is absolutely unmistakable. It's weird to think this theme cracked the top 10 Billboard Hot 100 charts. It's definitely a far better one-hit horror wonder than We did the mash. We did the monster mash.
And number three, penned by John Carpenter with a simple keyboard riff and complex time signature, Halloween. Much like the theme from Mission Impossible, you won't be able to dance to this. 5-4 time signatures are a bit odd. The prog rock band Rush renders their concert hit YYZ in Morse code, YYZ being the airport code for Pearson International Airport in my home in Toronto. Also, try dancing to Soundgarden's My Wave, where the beat always seems to be ahead of itself. That's another one that's in off time. At number two, The Thing. Best known for Fistful of Dollars and of course the good, the bad, and the ugly, Ennio Morricone makes hearts race here with a sinister bass riff, bleak and unsettling. The five-time Oscar nominee was called into action when John Carpenter was too under the gun to get his first studio film done on time. Hence this awesome work. Number one, Suspiria. Like a nursery from hell, Suspiria launches with some dissonant bell chimes before some satanic whispers and reverb drums. At 2.20, we're taken into deep space with galloping drums. Director Dario Argento said, I need the audience to feel that the witches are still here, even if they're not actually on the screen. And witch is whispered throughout, adding an extra layer of creepiness. Hope you enjoyed this list, and for more, check out our site, www.reallyawfulmovies.com. Thank you.